Well, guys, I know back with another episode, but I wanted to say we've kind of neglected you guys, you know? Just the summer days have been getting toward getting to us. We've just been having so many plans, you know? Oh, so, so many plans. Cornell Farms. Yeah. Cornell Farms of Portland. If you've never been there, go there. We got this Very good there. breakfast. Oh, yes. This no. tiny pot. I, I was going to use that oh. as a prop, man. As <laughs> a prop? I get... Dude, How would I, I know I, this? We got little baby pots. Okay, but I was going to do this to represent... There's a fly. The Nevada State Athletic Commission finally not going to penalize people for using... Marijuana? Pot. Oh, good <laughs> And you one. ruined it. High five. How would I you know? Ruiner. We went over this before in the pregame. You did not tell me. In our pregame. We have meetings about? before we do these. No, Just kidding. No, we liar. don't. We oh, don't talk about anything is, um Step Papa got me a sick San Francisco 49ers wood coaster, and they are one of a kind, naughty and uh, nautical. <laughs> I love cool them. It's cool because it's like glazed, so if you have a hot drink, you put it on this side, and if you have a cold drink, you flip it over. With the, it melts the hot, the hot drink would melt it? No. I don't know, actually. Maybe Why it's the other way around. I think ways. it's cold way that way, hot way that way. Or just both way one way. I don't know. Way. My mom just told me that. Both way one way. Guys... How'd you guys feel about um, UFC 256, you know? I mean, UFC... I 250. got my nose pierced, if anyone was wondering. Oh, yeah. Bianca got her nose pierced. She looks freaking... F- I mean, her mom didn't like it, but I think it looks fine. Oh, I, it doesn't... It's so it sm- It's so small you to me. Like, I can't even... Telling? Yeah, it looks good oh, to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks good it's to me. It's news to me. Really? Yeah. I, when did I tell you that I didn't like it, huh? Maybe when I accidentally touched my nos- your nostril and she lost her marbles and i was like well then don't get things that are gonna hurt you and then i she gets so mad if i accidentally touch her she thinks i do things on purpose sometimes like i'll be like hey bianca what's up and i'll like accidentally have my thing my loci bracelets and it'll pull her hair out and she's because they're like rubbery and and then she just goes like (laughs) and she turns she turns into like a freaking zombie and then attacks me and i'm like i do not mean to do that on purpose she transforms she's like <laughs> and she attacks me and i'm like I, I and then she tries to tell me that i do it on purpose when i obviously why would i want to unleash the beast <laughs> random at random do you think i like claws in my arm or getting grabbed behind my neck for no reason <laughs> hey it's all in good fun it's all in good fun you know oh, ufc but... 256 but it's not 256 ufc 264 what did you what were your thoughts Bcom? i mean you sat with us me and elijah the entire time oh big elijah was there he came yeah. for the ryan hall fight and ryan hall Ilya deporia like we said don't mess with georgian fighters Ilya deporia he like i thought he probably would do he nullified that um little s- role he nullified that role and then just started throwing hammer fists and got uh ryan out of there i mean it really stinks that we never really got to see prime time ryan hall not saying that he's done but his Iminari little roll into the ankle hooks looked a lot slower than it did on the ultimate fighter you know <laughs> so it kind of stinks that we didn't really get to see him at prime time level because he is older now but I, he's still obviously one of the best grapplers in ufc so i hope he comes back stronger but Ilya taporia is probably going to be 145 pound contender along with a few other um guys there at featherweight but anyways what what out of all the fights what ones were your kind of favorite that stuck out to you Ooh. I almost had that. Did you see that? We gotta get you some chopsticks and you can get the fly like um, Jackie Chan. I know. Uh, my sh- favorite fight. Come on, hmm. think of it. Hmm. Crazy hair. Crazy hair? Couple of guys with crazy hair. Going at it. Well, one guy. Crazy hair. Are you talking about the Simone guy? Huh? Okay, no. Okay, yeah. Think. Tell me some of your favorite fights that were on there. Come on. So you're Bianca, saying, you watched the entire card. No, I know, but you're talking about Sugar Sean. Yes. Yeah. And Chris Boutinho. No, Chris, yeah. Chris has got that was a an fan insane in me. Fight. I, okay, th- so far in two in this entire year, only two fights have really got me off my feet. No, yeah, you it's, were like it's, going it's ham. It's Chris Boutinho and Sean O'Malley, and then the Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz fight. That when Nate Diaz popped Leon and Leon got wobbled, that's the only one that has those. These are the only two fights that have got me out of my seat. I mean, I mean there have been crazy ones but i'm just like okay yeah this is sick but i'm still gonna sit down 
Chris Utino, I'm so mad. No, he He's was absolute insane. That was a man. sick fight. I forgot. And, and remember what we said? When you have an opportunity like this, you take advantage of it. And he did. He gained, mm, I don't know, 120,000 Instagram followers and probably no, still going. We were like right watching now. it go up as it was yeah, happening. You just as refreshed the, fight. the page and it is, yeah, he's an absolute. That was, yeah, he beast. was a I've savage. never seen, I mean, there's some tough. He, can't, he mo- must not feel pain. That's what he said. And he didn't look that bad after. No. Considering how all, much damage and he it's like, I would, I would usually like chalk that up to like maybe the guy who he's fighting is like not a very tough like he does his punches aren't that very hard or something but no sugar sean has is a, a lot legitimate of, one punch knockout yeah, power like guy. he has a ton of power there was 15 10 to 15 shots in that that were enders for the they majority of the ufc like roster anyone else in the ufc like even guys in upper weight classes probably would have went out cold but chris butinho ate them up ate his ice cream sandwiches after the fight talked to dc i mean he's he's a stud and i can't wait to see him fight a guy that was a that is a little more on his level not saying i mean because chris Moutinho's he actually pushed the pace so well considering getting he lasted bopped. three rounds and he was pushing the pace too and he tired sean o'malley out but i was kind of he getting, honestly landed really good shots too on he sean like he kind of well because there were some where like sean was like changing angles trying yeah. to like juke him out and chris like caught him on a couple of those mm-hmm. like um when he was changing direction and i don't like if he would have caught one clean when you're moving like that you can sometimes get caught and you never know what could happen. Like literally Joe Rogan was talking about, even though Joe Rogan kind of bothered me a little bit at the beginning, but he was, he's right. Literally one knock, one big punch could have changed the direction of that fight completely. Even though Sean O'Malley was in control the entire time. Same. It was the same thing had to do with the Leon Edwards fight. Leon was destroying Nate the entire time, but one shot, one shot changes the momentum of the fight. But I've never seen a guy take an L like that and still, I mean, besides Nate Diaz and still get so much recognition and so much fan love. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no, I, re- I really He sees it. that opportunity, and Elijah Clements, my buddy, he loves him. He texts me, he's like, he's so cute, and he sent me the, <laughs> he really? sent me like it, yeah, because Chris, he seems like such a nice guy, and he won $75,000 on top of his money that he made. Yeah, I to- that's what I even he- said, like, when it first started, I was like, you know, if he gets fight of the night, I want him to be, yeah, he to better get, get paid. the best money at mm-hmm. that he could, yeah. to get the most. Yeah, I agree. He, he's, he, he should have honestly got paid more because being in there against one of the UFC's biggest stars, I was getting kind of mad. I wanted yeah, to say you this. Yeah, were frustrated. I was frustrated because we saw this with the Thomas Almeida fight. Sean O'Malley's on a different level. Sean O'Malley needs to be fighting top 15 guys, you know? And so when he's not doing that and he's beating up on guys that are not Almost as like kind high of level as some of the guys in the top 10 top 15 it's frustrating it's kind to of me. embarrassing i don't like watching it. well because you're just seeing a guy get hurt chris is a tough dude but that took serious okay if so anyone like, else was fighting him for mm-hmm. the first time he they would have gotten knocked out in the first round yeah and that would have just been really bad looking for the ufc and for sean o'malley because that's just embarrassing so i feel like they are lucky that that guy lasted three rounds because it looks less bad mm-hmm. but if he didn't it would have been embarrassing you know no i 100 percent agree but yeah but also what i'm trying to say is no matter how tough chris moutinho is he's never going to be the same guy after that like okay say he i just imagine it like he has a certain amount of like the same with like a pitcher you have so many bullets and in your arm that you can throw before it runs out he just took probably four years worth of beating in one fight yeah so you know what i mean we saw dan hooker versus dustin poirier dan hooker hasn't been the same he got clipped by michael chandler and like these yeah just so much brain damage bro people were pissed that herb stopped it early or whatever even though it was 30 seconds and like i agreed with what sean said at the end he was like Mm -hmm. that could have saved a year off his life like those last 30 seconds like you don't know you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. like he stopped it before it it honestly at the end of the first round was at the end of the first or into the second that he was hurt bad and could barely walk over to his corner (laughs) and then he yeah that that, it kind of got stopped in between rounds there too but i was so surprised this car was so good top to bottom i'll just go like some of the guys like zagas jumagulov my boy finally got on the board um like joe rogan was talking about how jerome rivera's reach and length is going to be a problem for zagas but (laughs) nope zagas did fine he uh 
sunk in it's like a standing guillotine which was freaking sick and then our boy brad davaris got the dub against the tough omari akhmadov and then jessica i honestly thought be jennifer maya because she got headbutted in the f- headbutted in whatever the third second round and they did a really good job to stop the bleeding but i thought jessica i won that fight drigas duplessis yeah, really I, like i drigas duplessis he i thought trevin giles was he hurt drigas really badly but then Drigas landed mm-hmm. just a clean blow Literally because so. Trevin was a little too lax in there. Hands down, got caught. He could have easily, if he just was a little bit more on it, he could have easily won. Yeah, I know. If he was just a little bit more cautious. And then Nico Price did so much better than I expected mm-hmm. to against Michelle Pereira because Michelle Pereira is literally looks like a middleweight in there, even a light heavyweight. And Nico. His frame and kind of his toughness allowed him to withstand that early storm. Because you weren't even expecting it to go three rounds. No, I was expecting at least max two rounds. And I was expecting Nico to get out of there, like get finished. But Michelle gassed out and he stole the first two rounds. The last round was definitely Nico's. Um, That was such a, I thought that was such a bad matchup for Nico. But Michelle surprised me big time there. Yeah. And then the Max Griffin versus Carlos Conant. Carlos Conant. He's he's an ageless wonder. I mean, even though he lost to Max Griffin, Max Griffin was in trouble at times, but Max started out really good, but Carlos could just kept absorbing shots, and I cannot imagine how um kind of like how like how awful that would be. To hit guys with your best shot and they just eat it up. Yeah. Like that would be so mentally defeating. defeating. Yeah. I don't know. I like Max Griffin is a stud though. He's a 35, so he's kind of he's got to get the ball rolling here. But you never know. <laughs> His boxing is so clean, and he beat a really tough Carlos Condit, who was on a little bit of a run himself. And then obviously Sean O'Malley, Irene Aldana, she came out banging, even though she missed weight, which kind of sucked. And then Ty Tuivasa, huh? Yeah, she missed weight by like four or five pounds. I'm pretty sure. No, it which, was like three or four, but still. I said four or five, and you said three or four. So I mean, we can just. But I think it was more five. towards the three. And oh, okay. yeah. so five is like really out there. What did you think of Ty Tuivasa? You liked that fight. It was a short one, but while are you talking about the heavyweights? Yeah, it's it, the, the heavyweight fights. The best ones are always. They scare me though because it, yeah. it's like the knockout power. Like they're <laughs> so well, they either get really gassed and it's not even a good fight, or they're like really into it and someone's getting knocked down like for good. Like they're staying down. Yeah. Hardy ran into that left hook and it <laughs> stopped him in his tracks. He just literally went God. like that. He was moving. Like this, yeah. He got hit and then fell, literally melted straight, straight down. down, like an like ice it's sculpture. Scary. Just fell straight down. But Ty got cracked, and that's what yeah. you have to always be on red alert. Because if okay, if if I was a heavyweight and I hurt somebody badly, I'm just like, okay, we're gonna chill and not just barge in there because just this right here can crack you and put your lights out but yeah i I was happy to see ty he's on a um, two fight win streak now i think right yeah oh no he's on a three fight win streak yeah that's sick yeah because he beat stefan struve and then hunsucker in his last time out that's pretty sick and greg hardy is a tough guy greg hardy went like uh, on short notice with alexander volkov and that's no easy task so and he, he dude yeah um, Greg Hardy's had to fight some tough guys for just a short career so far in the UFC. You know, it's been short. I mean, he's I he, like he he's a- fought a lot, but he's fought a lot. But he um, came in in 2019. But he's got a lot of work in. I did not realize he what, he's that new to the UFC. But he no he he's got a lot of work in, in the UFC in such a short period of time. And then I don't really want to talk about the main event very much because it just it's kind of a <laughs> tough talk, like sore subject for me right now. <laughs> But we'll talk about the co-main. Gilbert Burns looked fantastic. Stephen Wonderboy cracked him a couple times. Let's call that the main event. We'll call that the main event because I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that, dude. That is so, so frustrating. So actually, are they? Because I'm not really like I don't really follow like the updates and stuff for it. But are they gonna do with like a rematch of the third? So it's gonna be like the fourth, but whatever. Or are they like? What's it called, my dad? It's a. Uh, Tetralogy? Uh, <laughs> do do a tetralogy, bro. Instead of trilogy? Yeah, well, four times. Is it a tet? So what about... I'm confused. Okay, so since he broke his foot, or whatever he broke, 
is that gonna how long is he out or is he done like what did he say he's out for months like, to rehab but he was he he opened he put out a statement today he did okay yeah. what did it say he said that he had stress factors going into the fight and he said that he probably never would have addressed him if something like this didn't happen so it's even kind of though a blessing it's, it's just a really tough blessing in disguise dang that's tough so maybe once that's all done and he's gotten that taken care of you think he's gonna come back better then do you think maybe that was holding him back maybe but everybody in that's fighting is going through injuries at all times you know it's just one True. of those things but he's such a dynamic guy he uses his legs so much yeah it's i gonna, feel like that's one of his main things he says he has like a titanium rod in there now so that's that's kind of that's kind of sick his but yeah, he birthday was literally yesterday yeah, yeah. happy late birthday number 33 yeah but that's his little thing his, his instagram live video yeah Oh, I'll have to watch that when we're done. Mm-hmm. He was just cruising around on a little wheelchair thing around California. Could you imagine just driving by and be like, oh, yeah, Connor's over there cruising around in the street in his little cart. That's funny. Go-kart. But uh, he looks I, he'll happy, be back. though. Like, he looks... Oh, that's cute. He said, update for my fans with the heart. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert looked fantastic. Just I just wanted to really mention that. He, he needed that one big time. Steven still looked really good, but he just had nothing for Gilbert's kind of grappling. But getting back to that main event, I guess we will talk about it. Connor did fine. He landed some great shots off his I back. Guess we will talk about but he, Dustin, it was a 10 8 round, most likely, because Dustin was landing some heavy ground and pound, Habib esque when Connor was in trouble in those middle rounds of the fight, like that second and like third round. I, I think, was it the, no, yeah, it was the second round of the Habib fight where it could have been stopped easily. But that's that. I mean, Dustin is an absolute stud. He's going to fight Charles Oliveira most likely. And maybe you could do that if Dustin gets that. If Dustin beats Charles Oliveira, could you imagine how many salty lightweights there'd be if Connor jumps the line and gets to fight for <laughs> a uh, lightweight title fight against Dustin in the Tetralogy at Raider Stadium? That would be absolutely phenomenal. But the one thing is, there, Connor Loki kind of has to gain back th- some. I mean, what he's done is going to withstand the test of time, but like he's a legend, but it's just tough to believe it. Everything seemed a little not nothing seemed super like his trash talk and everything. It's just I don't know. It just nothing. It doesn't feel the same anymore. I feel like we just we've passed. We just didn't. I did. I didn't. I am just sad because I never appreciated it when it was kind of there. We always assumed it would always be there, but it seemed like there was more effort. And it's weird. It's like there's more effort in him. He's he's being he was a little less natural. Like I don't know. It's just a. It was really. It's really confusing. Like the last few fights, even when he beat Donald, it just nothing's been the same. And I just wish I appreciated it more when it was there in like 2015. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because his trash talk, it's not the same. The press conference is boring. Um, but I just, I hope he comes back stronger than ever. And it would be an absolutely phenomenal comeback story. Could you imagine like 34-year-old Conor McGregor like ending up becoming something massive? Because he always, like when his documentary came out, like our junior year of high school, so no, like the notorious three years ago, which was ago. absolutely insane. Like it's written like a complete story. Imagine if, Connor has an epic comeback that was the sequel to that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because, be I mean, dream. this is the classic, like, you are a hungry dude, you get to the top, it kind of just falls apart for you. I mm-hmm. mean, because this Dustin Poirier loss is devastating. Because he's had when he when he's had his back against the wall, he's usually, like, risen to the occasion. But, I mean, I'm obviously Dustin... Got, even though he got the 10-8 round, he didn't legitimately get him out of there. At the end of the day, it was Conor McGregor's leg just giving out. So, I agree. Which is tough. My mom was like, oh, yeah, Dustin won that fair and square. I'm like, huh, how do you how do you come to that <laughs> conclusion there? How does that how does that happen? Because last time I checked, um, Conor threw the kick. It hit the elbow, but it already had stress fractures in. Landed on it weird, and it busted. I can't, can't see how you give that to uh, Dustin. You know, it's going to happen again. His foot was definitely his fault. But at the same time, when Dustin was on top of him, it wasn't looking so hot for Connor. 
And that, yeah, that, not, not at all. Those last few moments before he got up and fell back or like got back, his he was getting pretty. He was getting thrown around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Connor was gassed too. If that went to the second round, I think Dustin gets the finish, gets a key TKO finish probably again. You think? I Connor looked two gassed. in a row for Connor McGregor, who's never been knocked out. Like that's just sad to think about. Did he not look gassed though? He when did. When he got up, he was huffing and puffing. And I've seen Dustin Poirier huff and puff, but it's different from when Connor does. When Connor does, he's tired. When Dustin does, it's just like, whatever. Because I've because Dustin looks so tired in that Dan Hooker fight. But he also, he Dustin, I feel through. like, kind of looks bigger. Like he's a bit stronger than. Oh, her body wise. Yeah, I think. yeah, like body wise, he has a bigger build. Yeah, he's thicker for yeah. sure. Yeah, I 100 so. percent agree. Connor's literally won once at 155 pounds, and that was for the title. I mean, you're, it's almost beginning to think like maybe these guys are a little bit too strong for him, you know? You think he should go but down he's a weight class? But the best guys. Hmm? That's true. I was going to say- Well, he was a 145-er, think... and now so since he's older- there's no point to go back down? Well, no, it's harder than cut weight. There's no point. There's honestly better fights for him at lightweight anyway. Because um, the featherweight's pretty- s- yeah, the cutting weight to 45 is brutal for some guys. Yeah, you know? that's true. But he's done it before. That's what I was thinking in the Ultimate Fighter and stuff. It must be brutal to cut weight because some of those guys, they have to do it multiple times in a pretty short period of time. That would be horrendous. Yeah. And it's not your usual thing either. No. You're surrounded by people that you're probably annoyed by, even though they are like, oh, we're a brotherhood. You know what I mean? Like, they're your teammates and stuff, but it's probably kind of annoying to be around a bunch of the same people all the time i mean it's probably no different from when you're at camp but those are like your real friends <laughs> you're your real these are people you're literally maybe beating the crap out of so yeah it's so, hard to really try a hundred percent to make a connection mm-hmm. or like friendship yeah so, yeah dude i like i like <laughs> that show but there's some people on there that are kind of annoying i like the show yeah. i don't know why i really like it Nothing will beat the the Dan Argetta versus Ricky Tercios. That That's fight one of the best so ones good. ever. I showed that to my parents. I've watched like three times now. It's it was freaking so fantastic. The, you and was, I, I usually hate watching fights. Like I just get nervous and I like will literally close my eyes or like tell Kellen to tell me what's yeah. going on. But that one I could literally just sit there and watch because it was like really good. It was constant action. And yeah. the, both guys were so evenly matched. It wasn't like a one-sided affair. Um, but... It was it was one of the better ones I've ever seen for sure, and it, it was we we are all caught up on Ultimate Fighter now. So I've been just we, waiting. You You're watched not. an episode with I've watched all seven, yeah. But the we were watching all of them in like one night basically, and then I saw them at the end of the episode five. I think that at the end of episode five, they lined up Ricky, my boy Ricky, who I think is gonna, who I thought was gonna win it when we first made it after we watched the first episode, and I predicted him to win it. But when they lined up Ricky and then Dan, who's a character, absolute. I mean, he looks like so much fun to watch. You know, yeah, like he's, I love him. He kind of like skips to the beat of his own drum. Like you no, know, I like no one else kind of looks like him in the house no you know yeah. what i mean he has his own style he's very distinctive yeah he's so, totally like out of the 80s mm-hmm. and he reminds me of someone and i don't know who did i ever tell you who he reminded me of you said he looked like saved the bell slater a yeah bit. he reminded me of slater a little bit but more like body not really like face or anything well no <laughs> but i'm trying to think if there's someone Mario else <laughs> he, <didn't laughs> he looks like Mar- <laughs> he could he's hispanic yeah no uh, yeah he kind of looks like Uriah Faber a little bit, mixed with some other person. I don't know. <laughs> Are we going through yeah, the we're next gonna card? Get, yeah, we're going to get to the next card. This Okay, so we're done with that. We'll we'll talk about some newly announced bows, and then we'll talk about the Tiago Moises versus Islam Makachev, who we talked about in the past, who I said, you guys know, who I think could pull off the upset here. Um, yeah, so we'll get into... That Islam versus Moises card. So there's a few fights. We won't go through all of them just for the sake of time. But the Francisco Figueredo, um, uh, Davison's brother, is going to be fighting Malcolm X Gordon. Malcolm X is like a re- he's a really good fighter. This is going to be a good one. Um, for the uh, flyweight division, I want to say yeah, for the flyweight division because Malcolm X has had like a rough go here, but he's had to fight the Tibetan Eagle and Amir Albazi, so those are no easy tasks at all. No, and so 
if Francisco Figueroa versus Malcolm X Gordon, that's going to be a good one to look out for. And then Khalid Taha versus Sergey Morozov. Khalid Taha, I remember watching him in his um, fight against Howney Barcelos, Barcelos, and Howney got kind of screwed against Timur Valiev. But Khalid Taha, he's from Germany. He is a absolute stud. And I feel like there's not a lot of German fighters. No, but he's not actually like German, though, I don't think. That's what he looks like. Well, I think he's like German, but I don't know what he is actually. <laughs> okay, no, I don't know. Maybe no, he's straight up German, you know? Yeah, Probably. it's like he literally shows up and it's like full German accent, like literally with an I interpreter or yeah, a I translator. I don't know. All I know is uh, Sergey, even though Sergey looks like a kind of a savage here. Yeah, but he does. He lost to Umar Nurmagomedov. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is going to be a banger of a fight because Khalid will stick. He can stick with the best of them, and Sergey looks like an absolute beast. But I'm going to probably go. With, I'm leaning towards Khalid on here. Um, another Khalid? bantamweight savage fight. I mean, this that's the deepest. It's the deepest division in all of the UFC. There's just so many good guys. It's the perfect combination of power, speed, and skill and coordination. Like it's such a good division. Mm-hmm. And then Amanda Lemos. I have to highlight her. I watched Amanda Lemos fight. She's gonna be um, fighting Montserrat Ruiz. Cool. And she, in her last time out versus uh, Souza Lavinia uh, Souza, her her she has absolute pop in her. And sometimes it's hard to find girls that have some legit like knockout power but she does it was a jab that sat um Souza down and i was so impressed and ever since that i'm like oh my god amanda lemo she's like i believe she's 34 but she's gonna be another great she addition should fight nunez to the straw weighted i mean she's got obviously some work to do before she gets to that amanda Lemos for some amanda but nunez. i really like amanda lemo she's this absolute stud and she is th- so she's 34 so she's kind of like in her prime yeah. time days so and she's put together a, a win here against montserrat we'll get her a four fight win streak and you never know um girls are getting pushed into title shots nowadays because you got juliana pena versus amanda nunez good luck juliana i don't know how <laughs> I, I like honest to god i don't care how you script that narrative i'm i'm just having a real tough time believing anybody has a chance against amanda nunez like i i don't care about any promos you do anything <laughs> else any mma math that you can add up to like oh maybe this girl will be a problem this that yeah. the, the other but all I know is Juliana Pena, I'm pretty sure she got subbed by, uh, what's her name? She got subbed out by a, uh, Durandamy. And Durandamy got mauled by Amanda Nunes. So if I'm putting the pieces together in the right area, <laughs> I'm thinking that Juliana might have some problems there, okay? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Jermaine Durandamy is an absolute. Yeah, I just wrote down some fights that are going to be absolute beasts. We are so lucky to be in a sport. Like, if you follow the sport closely, you there's some absolute phenomenal fights coming up, and constantly good, just constant good matchups. Like the matchmakers know exactly what they're doing. Fighters know exactly what are going to be like the best, most <gasps> exciting fights. Um, yeah, she lost to Jermaine Durandamy. She lost to Jermaine Durandamy via guillotine choke, and Jermaine Durandamy got nullified on the ground by Amanda Nunes here. So, uh, good good luck to you, Juliana, and don't disrespect the queen. She was she was talking some mad crap, bro. Don't do that. You're gonna pay for it, and I'm sorry. It's whatever. What was she saying? She's just talking about. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Don't, dude. You have. It's like people talking about Habib. What are you doing? Do you want to get absolutely killed? Mm-hmm. You want your head squeezed off? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, Connor, like, there's no way. Nah, I, I'm yeah. sad because I've never gotten to see him fight. Didn't you Didn't you watch him versus Gaethje? Yeah. You oh, yeah, him versus I did, Gaethje. actually. Yeah, yeah, I literally remember his retirement speech, actually. Yeah. Gaethje landed a big-time leg kick, remember? No, I don't remember that, but... And I, I was like, you... I, you. I want like, Gaethje to win, kind of, but I didn't think he was going to win. Because I just want to see the belt change hands, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Khabib's, Khabib's oh, amazing. I remember okay. That. And then Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko. Guys, we're getting so off topic here. But I'm talking about the girls getting propelled into title fights. Like yeah. Laura, Lauren Murphy versus the Bullet Shevchenko. Like, this isn't going to go well. Like, what are we doing here? This is not going to go well for people here. Valentina Shevchenko. If Jessica Andrash can't beat her, nobody in the Hockey Division is going to beat her. 
like what the fuck? like it's absolutely <laughs> insanity these poor girls i mean so like it's weird. it's fantastic that some of these girls are getting recognition for their hard work like lauren murphy she's great she beat joanne calderwood but i mean you're yawning i know this is probably isn't the most exciting thing What's to listen happening? to um but dude <sighs> this is going to be something else here. Laura Murphy's has a big test on her hands, but it's great to see all of this hard work kind of pay off for Laura Murphy because I don't think she's had the easiest road in life. I remember watching her fight. Yeah, she's 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 really good. Great, she's got really good stand up, um, and just tough as nails. But all right, let's keep let's keep rolling on this card. So we got Kalitaha, Amanda, Amanda Lemos. Then we got Daniel Rodriguez, the man that looks like Bianca's uncle. He's going to be fighting. Preston Parsons here, and I'm going with Daniel Rodriguez. His boxing so clean, his strike up so good. He obliterated my Perry. He looks even more like him now because he's gotten like insanely fit. My mm. uncle, yeah. I'll show you. Oh, he has. Yeah, wasn't he not like not that long ago? No. What has he done? I'll show. You. Well, he has. Is like, he on a gym some special sauce? No. Is he on special sauce or what? <laughs> You're okay, so annoying. but Daniel Rodriguez is <laughs> is fire, and he's good. He is so good. I I've got him over Preston Parsons via knockout for shizzle. I don't know. Oh, is this gonna be? Yeah, this is gonna be Preston's UFC debut against a tough mother brother. But like I've seen in the past, I would not be surprised if the 26 year old gets a surprise dub because it has happened on multiple occasions this year especially in COVID era because there are some absolute killers out there not in the ufc that are just dying to get their chance and when they get their chance they do not um like squander their opportunity okay billy quarantillo dang yeah he's got bigger what? he's like ripped but wasn't he not like not that long ago why do i remember a photo of like, him not that long ago it's probably like eight months ago he started working out maybe eight months okay yeah that's plenty of time to get rich maybe like six months i feel like there's another photo that he was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's got a lot bigger is he has vipers on probably what are they called i think they're called vipers no they're called like the sunglasses yeah what are they called they're vipers no what's it called dude okay pit vipers or something right pit yeah, isn't that what they're called? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, they're freaking called... Yeah, Pit Viper, bro. Yeah, I want to get a pair of those, huh? Okay, how, but how would look, I rock the Pit Vipers, do you think? Like, he totally looks more like him now. Oh, he looks just like... You need to tell him. You have a doppelganger in the UFC, please. Like, I've been pull saying up that picture. It. Like, he looks just like him, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm going Daniel D-Rod by... Um, uh, KO here and then Billy Quarantilli ultimate fighter alumni versus Gabriel Benitez this is gonna be a banger fight probably gonna go with Billy Hadolfo Vieira got upsetted remember that fight where Anthony Hernandez we're like we saw Hadolfo he's the big jack Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy and uh -huh. we're like he's got like one round to fight in him yeah, probably yeah and that Anthony Hernandez kid upset at him so that's gonna be really good like this is gonna be a good fight is Dustin Stoltzfus <laughs> he is he's 29 bro and he's beat some tough guys so i'm i'm really interested to see who's gonna get this dub here he, like he lost to kyle Dawkins, but kyle Dawkins is an absolute stud so i'm i'm really looking forward to hadolfo see if he can get back on track but also if stolpus can get the dub i'm not gonna be mad but now for fight of the night in my opinion um it's uh dude i have trouble with his name but it's jeremy stevens versus matiz gamrot and gamrot I watched him for the first time a little bit ago in his fight against Scott Holtzman. He cleaned Scott Holtzman's clock with a, um, a punch, dude, and then he landed some ground and pound. It was insanity. So, and that was on the ABC. Was that the? Yeah, that was on an ABC card. But Scott Holtzman is a tough man, and Gamrot put his lights out. So I'm really Gamrot's stand up is fantastic. You're gonna want to get like you're going to want to tune in for this fight because Jeremy Stevens, he was going to fight Dracar Close, but Dracar Close had to back out because Jeremy Stevens absolutely pushed him and broke his collarbone and destroyed, like, like ruined, like, the nerves in his neck. So that's an interesting Yikes. story there. But little heathen Stevens is going to have a tough test with Gamrot here. And uh, 
I, I would not be like even though Jeremy Stevens like look at his record he's he's fought the best of guys and even though he's lost to like Yair Rodriguez Calvicator you give that you give him one more round against Yair Rodriguez and he's probably getting that dub like he came back in that fight so uh, yeah, you're squeaked away with a dub there, but and then Calvin Cater, he stuck with Calvin Cater for a while, but then I think Calvin landed a big elbow that ended his night. So I'm look really looking forward. Jeremy Stevens is a tough man. He's so tough, but Gamrot's got such good striking. And then we're gonna see Misha Tate get back against Marion Renault. Marion Renault, she's uh, she's a good fighter, but I, I'm I think that Misha Tate is probably going to get this dub here. And now on to the main thing. Thiago Moises is one of the sickest fighters in the UFC. He can do it all. I mean, his striking is on point. His Virginia Jiu-Jitsu is so good. Like, he can stuff takedowns. So this is, like, one of the most... This is going to be Islam Makhachev's toughest test by far because he's getting a well-rounded young stud. Like, these are both young guys that are going to take over the lightweight division. And I personally think Thiago Moises is going to catch Islam Makhachev. If not, we're going to see a five-round thing where islam kind of just like rules it but i'm really interested to see because tiago's not like he he's legit like he can <laughs> stuff takedowns and he'll pop you his stand-up is insane when we watched that fight with uh alexander hernandez and him fight uh-huh. they were throwing heat-seeking missiles and tiago was landing more often than not so i cannot wait for this fight and then he also beat bobby king green and bobby king green uh he's a fantastic fighter and i think he actually just got a fight lined up uh recently as well with rafael faziv don't even get me started that fight's gonna be that's gonna be a fight of the year candidate faziv is a stud when he fought mark jacasey in his last time out when he's doing the matrix like like <laughs> oh yeah that was and sick. dodging kicks like that was sick oh wait no he beat mark jacasey and then he knocked out uh hanato moicano and i was happy to see hanato moicano get um a dub oh. a dub in his last time oh, out yeah. but but he, this fight between Rafael Faziv and Bobby King Green, if Faziv gets a dub here, we're looking at title real quick. Yeah, like that'd be cool. he's gonna get into that top ten, bro. Bobby and Green. Yeah, I'm so excited for this fight. It's so underrated. I'm so happy both of these guys are getting good recognition. Like, it's good. kind of like a win-win thing because yeah. if Islam Makachev. <laughs> gets um a dub here he's just gonna propel into superstardom but if tiago moises gets a dub he's going to get some serious love in the ufc community because he deserves it big time and he is a young stud i want to say he's 26 or something crazy so he's got a lot of time he's 26 so he's got a lot of time to just develop and rise up i cannot wait this is going to be a, an absolute banger so there's so many good fights coming up that bobby king green and rafael faziv get ready boys get absolutely strap in one sec i want to check something really quick because um i think that i want to check and see who um hanato mcconnell be because who did he who did he just fight i'm i'm blanking on it uh, I think it, it was... Now the steel trap is blanking. Well, uh, let me see. Oh, it was Jay Herbert who lost to um, Francisco Trinaldo with that really bad stoppage. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. There were so many. It's so funny. I watched that Mario. I mean, it's not funny, but it's just insane how... this stick to the... It sticks. Yeah. Um, it was crazy how... It's how many st- bad stoppages there are in the UFC. Like, it's insanity. Yeah. I think that... Th- I don't know. It's hard to rank them. I think that the safest... I've never seen Jason Herzog do anything bad. That little white guy. Mm-hmm. The one with the tattoos all the way up his neck? No, that's Keith Peterson. Oh, yeah. Oh, the skinny, scrawny one. So, are you ready? So, are you ready? <laughs> he's like he's like, Yeah, he's like, smoker, yeah. <laughs> and it's just... Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. Okay, but that's the card. It's going to be absolute flames i think nooks for that i think tiago moises like i said a few i think a month ago or something i think he can get that w every no one's he's gonna be a mat i think he's a massive underdog but if you want some safe cash even though i'm the worst at betting cash i went we went to 7-eleven yesterday and we were getting snacks and i was like um I had like points or whatever, so I literally only had to pay 75 cents, but I still had a bunch of ones. So I was uh-huh. like, oh, I'll just get $2 lottery tickets. I won 15 bucks. That's what I call. And money moves. I bought one for Megan, 
and but i ended up scratching it too but she one had a 58 on it and one was a 57 and i 57's my or like seven's my lucky number so i just literally took the seven one and that one was the 15 that's sick yeah i'm so happy for you but i need to cash it in i, I know, know i've that. never won anything big on scratchers before i've won like a two dollar one but i still just like threw away the lottery ticket i didn't even like try. what why because i didn't want to go back <laughs> i just threw it away but it was only two bucks it was the one with abby abby won it oh technically but i don't think she even took it so i just threw them away huh i think the most i've won is like five dollars or something well, yeah well when your dad bought them all for us your your aunt my sister 50. got a 50 right your or my aunt, aunt that's insanity yeah she got 50 bucks i wonder anybody that's won like the 15 grand I like that's so rare i feel like though yeah though the high price for the little ones i buy that are a dollar only a thousand dollars it's yeah. not like a big price but i still won 15 i was like oh dang that's cool mm-hmm. you got the cow ones right you got the, the farm ca- ones yeah you they had the a honey a honeybee <laughs> one uh-huh. because i buy them because there's a cow on it but they had a honeybee one like with honeycombs uh-huh. and they were out of it so i want to try to find that one sometime or try to go back if they ever have more because i think it'd be cute to get a little bee one yeah i love scratchers i swear I like to god i could scratch them all on day. It, i don't care they're fun i like scratching them yeah no it's fun i don't it's honestly worth a dollar even if you don't win because it's just yeah. fun scratching them you know that's what i do I, I don't even i mean i do care if i lose i honestly rarely even buy them i've probably bought them three bought them three times in my life i honestly forgot that i could even buy them like it never even crosses my mind when i go to a yeah. convenience store if i have like, like extra change i'll just do it up. i've only gotten them like it, three times well yeah i know no yeah i know but the fact that you even got them is hilarious because i've never even thought about buying one before we were literally on our way out too because it was only on one side of the cash register there's like two and you know how like one has like the glass you know that yeah. you can see them well yeah. the, uh, the one i checked out at didn't and then we were walking out and i was like well i have two bucks left i just want to buy two then <laughs> and there was no one behind us in line so i was like actually can i get two of these that's sick and the lady was so nice she's like i hope you're you get lucky you're feeling lucky you did and she was like the lottery just opened up in salem or something today so i hope you win big girl and she was so sweet it was like an older girl lady well how nice is that i know so now i want to go back and get some yeah my dad would get them all the time like after baseball if we go to dairy mart or something you Mm -hmm. just get them bj and my mom used to too but they'd get like the five dollar bigger ones Mm -hmm. one day i'll do that but one day when we have the cash yeah when i have the money to spend on a five dollar oh man i'm all the cash <laughs> what is he <laughs> snl what a day um some fights that i wanted day. to get to this uh another little bit of a uh georgian fighter segment boys oh my god fight of the year i'm predicting it right now all edson barboza is doing is getting in wars or he's beating people up he got in a great fight with um danny gay who's a savage he dismantled mac one amir Khani. he the craziest knockout i've ever seen when he clipped um shane burgos and burgos's will has the will of a lion and stood there knocked out and then finally his fell. body gave out and Literally, fell backwards yeah, that, was crazy. that was crazy he was like oh i'm good and then he went yeah and then and then we've got giga jikadze who is one of the most exciting upcoming featherweights you with his get a pair of those huh no yeah that's what i'm saying Did you were paying attention when i said that no i know we were talking about it but what? you should get a pair yeah no that's what i'm saying i'll get a pair of pit vipers and wear them on the show should i i think only yeah, i think it's i can like see a bj Republican wearing them what it's like a republican thing no it's not anybody <laughs> can wear pit vipers dude <laughs> oh my goodness gracious i swear it is oh my Look goodness it gracious stop it see wearing them are shut up <laughs> golly man <laughs> you are something else dude <laughs> um, say that? but then so we've got edson right getting at, way out of that and just i'm scooting <laughs> i'm taking that what we were just talking about and throwing that so far away just moving along now giga chikadze i mean he's put together now how many wins uno dos 
Trace, Quadro, Cinco, Seis. He's six straight wins versus tough guys. Omar Morales throws bombs. Erwin Rivera was good. He's in jail now, I think. Jamal Emers is really good. Um, Jamie Simmons is great. And then Cub Swanson, who kind of revitalized his career against uh, Daniel Pineda, mm-hmm. and then he beat a tough Crone Gracie. So, um, I'm, I'm really interested in this fight because it's going to be fight of the year. All Edson does is strike with the highest of levels. And Gigi Chikadze, as some of the best striking I've seen in the UFC. So these two things coming together. Fireworks. It's fireworks. It is just an absolute fireworks. fireworks show. Because <laughs> if Gigi Chikadze can find a way to get past Edson Barboza, there is zero reason why this man should not be close to a title title shot i mean mm. like maybe he's like a few wins removed like maybe one one more big win removed if he can beat edson barboza who has beat the best lightweights in the world and he's beat basic he's never really lost in featherweight because that danny gay fight was too close if he can beat an edson barboza who edson barboza could easily compete with um a say like Max Holloway or Yair Rodriguez, who Yair Rodriguez versus Edson Barboza fight would be insane, but there's zero reason why Giga Jikadze could not be in a title shot really soon, and he's in the prime of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, these two guys are absolute studs, and I just cannot wait to see who comes out on top because I could not give you a prediction because both of these guys are just the most, it's some of the most high-level stuff you're going to see. So I, I could not wait to talk about this when they announced <laughs> it because it's just the perfect fight. I mean, you cannot ask for two better strikers. And Gigi, he's good everywhere, and so is Edson Barboza for that matter. But, I mean, I I am absolutely thrilled that the UFC matchmakers made this fight because it's an absolute coin flip. It just is really going to depend on what guy shows up who's better that day because i guarantee you if these guys fight 10 times you're going to get a different, different result each time, even yeah. though it's a cliche thing to say but it's it's just like it's these, these guys are really evenly matched in my opinion edson barboza's resume maybe a little bit more he's fought some tougher guys he's bought he's fought like a habib and Armago madov you know and like justin gaethje but i mean in like kevin lee dude yeah edson barboza's resume is he's insane. insanity but I, I i i i'm rooting for both of them i i love edson barboza he never really got to that point where he was um kind of close like where he never he, he's one of those guys that is a savage and you want him to get close to a title you know but he never really got that opportunity at lightweight because they were just some beasts but he had some great fights with paul felder yeah it's just kind of he just kind of got thrown to the wolves like he's just I really want to see him end his career on a good note. And then Giga Chikadze, I mean, I feel like not a lot of people know about him, and it would be really awesome to see him get some more recognition as well. So that's that. And then Hamza Chamaya finally got a fight versus Li Jing Lang, who beat him. <laughs> Don't laugh at me when I say that. That's so messed up. Oh. He beat Santiago Pantanemio, um, which is a great fight for – which was a great win. I did not really know who – Li Jing Lang. I don't I don't even think I'm spelling that right. I didn't really know who Li Jing Lang was before that. Um <laughs> fight against Santiago. But I think that's gonna be a good fight. I, I really I'm really interested to see how Hamzat Shamayev does because of his awful stint with COVID. His COVID thing, like he felt like he was gonna die. And then I think like he's he's a dude that I could feel like could go forever and if his lungs are compromised in any way, I just I just really hope he's back in back to form because when he's on, I feel like there's not a lot of middleweights or welterweights that could stop him. But I'm really excited to see Hamza back in there. Another fight, uh, Jose Aldo versus uh, Pedro Munoz. Pedro got that good dub against Jimmy Rivera, I want to say. And then Jose Aldo beat Cheeto Vera, and he's done really well. I mean, he got that title shot versus Jan, Piotr Jan, but it's gonna be, that's going to be a 135-pound Another just a scrap at 135. And then we obviously have uh, Dillashaw versus St. Hagen coming up. And that's, I have, I think that St. Hagen, I mean, we'll get to that one when it comes, but it's going to, there's just so many good fights at Bantamweight. It seems like you can't go wrong when you have guys in the top 15, top 20, like even top freaking 40, bro. Some of these guys that are in there, if you match them up, it's going to be flames. Um, then we had a big announcement, Nick Diaz fighting Robbie Lawler. Have zero idea that's going to go because they haven't fought in 
however many it's been such a long time since um nick diaz and robbie lawler fought and robbie getting older it's just gonna be a good fight it would be it's gonna be great to see like nick diaz back in the octagon because it's been such a long time i have zero clue how that fight is even gonna go down and another cool thing patty pimblett is going to be making his ufc debut against luigi vendermini and luigi vendermini is a beast i when he i think he fought what's that one guy's name maze uh yeah uh he he kind of looks like um he looks the guy that he fought is just such a fantastic striker it's uh for us zm um but yeah luigi lost to him but he gave zm a freaking battle because (laughs) zm is such a good striker but luigi's got that dog in him so patty pimlet versus luigi vendermini is going to be baller match nell versus Alex, alex perez both of these guys, Alex Perez got extremely good leg kicks, good stand-up. Matt Schnell's boxing is, like, so clean. I can't wait to see that fight. Cody Garbrandt might move down to 125 and fight Kai Car France. Kai Car France. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, I really want to see Cody Garbrandt succeed. It's, like, tough watching him fight and lose because he was at the top of the game for so early in his career so i want to see him back there and hopefully 125 is the move but against kai car france that's going to be a banger because i don't think kai car france has ever been in a how many times are you going to say his boring name? fight what's his name kkf kai car it's like such a flowy name like you could know, say it so it many is. times and not even realize it kai car france kai car france he got that good dub against rahiro bontarine rahiro bontarine beat uh matt schnell and then i think that what <laughs> I can't hear his name about thinking Highway to Chanel. Highway to Chanel, baby. That's his middle name. Is or his middle name. His nickname is Highway Two. Hey, it's sick. Highway Two. It's freaking fire, dude! Don't hate. <laughs> it's not a nickname. It is. Okay, but that's it. Tiago Moises, put your freaking money on him. Thank you for listening <laughs> and watching. Like, we're gonna, we're in for an absolute treat. There's some studs in this. Um, what about, did you already talk Card. about hmm. all of them? Yeah. Yeah, I talked about all of them. The Giga Chikadze. Tune in for that one. That's going to be a fight of the year, probably. Yeah. But, Anything uh, else on the Georgians? Hmm? Anything else on the Georgians? I looked up this one guy. It's like Katata Lodze. I don't, I'm probably saying his name wrong, but he's somebody that I need to look out for. I mean. Any of the Georgians are crazy. They're so good at fighting. Yeah so good it's it's insane Ilya Deporia have- is going to be a 145 pound baller i think that's shaking the camera um oh thank you guys for watching make sure you subscribe i will make clips so you it's easier to watch some but yes, yes sir thank you thanks for watching and listening subscribe bye oh that's power